When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. surroundings uh, let me know if you can hear us if you can see us and if there's any lag i think everything's working and i can't quite believe it's taking me about an hour and 10 minutes to set this stream up but we're here sam how are you it's the final day it is the stressful day isn't it this mm. one but my team as was all sorted and settled and then there was a plane to germany and everything changed yeah how are you feeling about harry kane's imminent departure I'm all right, actually. I'm all right about it. Like, I think if he's going anywhere, off you go to Germany, where you can't play against us, where you can't help any of our Premier League rivals. And let's start a new chapter. <laughs> I'm just switching some of the levels around. People are saying no lag, saying you're loud and I'm quiet. Let me test. It's, I'm always this, loud. Is this any better, everyone? My volume's low. Like I said, I'm on a slightly unfamiliar mic, so I can turn some knobs and... <laughs> I was going to get soundbite. Uh, let me know if that's any better. I've turned some. I've turned some things, um, but yeah, we'll see uh, how it goes. Uh, yeah, sorry about Kane. Sam, how's your team though? How's your how's your FPL team? Are you are you at least are you at least semi settled? No, it's in complete disarray as because it had Kane in until literally three hours ago, and then I woke up this morning and was like, "Oh, he is actually going to go then." Probably need to relook at my FPL team. So now I've got two. I, I mean, I say it's in complete disarray. I've got two drafts. I've got one that's got Salah and I've got one that's got the midfield double ups from Arsenal and Manchester United in it. And I just need to decide if I want to go Salah or Rashford and Bruno and Martinelli and Saka. Mm, okay. So still, I mean, I, I've pretty much decided now no Salah. And that was, that was Ooh. also my big, 
my big color dial. Apparently, I'm still too low. I've, I've increased it by seven decibels. That seems like so Can much. you shout, please, Az? Would you like <laughs> me to turn mine down? I can turn my mic down if that would help so everyone uh, can turn you yeah, up. Yeah, maybe it would. I don't really know how to use this mic. If I kind of, maybe if I position myself a bit closer to it. Is this any better? This is me kind of, hang on, let me, let me move, let me move around. <laughs> I've turned mine down as well. See if that helps. If I turn mine down, then everyone can turn the stream up generally. I'm, I'm going to talk directly into the mic. So, oh, a few people saying audio good now. Okay, let's let's go with this. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, do get your questions in. Obviously, it's uh, 11.09. We've got the deadline in about, what, six hours, something like that. We've got Fest coming up, which is going to be amazing. And I'm going to see you. Have there. an actual hug. I know, and see lots of people uh, that, you know, follow these streams um, there as well. So really looking forward to that. And yeah, a few people saying better now. I think we're, I think we're all good. Okay. I think we're all good now, uh, which is good. Um, there's a bit of background noise there now, Sam. Uh, well, there's no one here. I'm alone, so I don't know. Okay, no, that's gone now. It's fine. It's good. It's good. Right, let's take some questions. Let's go straight in. Uh, I'm sorry, we are going to have to talk about Kane. We are going to have to talk about what Kane's departure means for some of the uh, other players in the Spurs team. There was a bit of a worry about Richarlison, wasn't there? But we think mm -hmm. now he's he's probably fine because he... Uh, he, he, he says it's fake. He says it's fake news. He's, he's gone Donald Trump. Um, but what do you think about, about Spurs? I mean, we've talked about them before, but in now I think we're pretty much certain Kane's going to go, right? So what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to go now. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so it's interesting, really, with Richardson because on Sunday he was injured. That's why he didn't play any part of the game against Shakhtar Donetsk at the weekend. He was ruled out because he was injured. And then, obviously, he went off got subbed in the game on Tuesday night and the cameras picked up them talking about injury. So it's interesting to kind of him say it's fake news because there clearly was something at the beginning of the week. Maybe it was just a knock and he's recovered from it. And that's why he's saying that it's stop trying to make me cry, Harry. That's not kind. <laughs> not kind. Um, so I don't know with him. I think Ange is talking at, at one o'clock today in the Spurs press conference. So we'll get more of an understanding, I think, for, for firm about what's going on there. I still really think... With, with, that Madison is a great asset, whether Kane is there or not. If anything, I think having a number nine who stays in the number nine position, as Richarlison will, will benefit Madison because he's going to then be pulling all the strings in behind, sending the balls out to Kudzeski and Son. He's going to be in all of those right positions. And at the weekend when we were there, he pretty much took every single corner, took some of them off of Son when Son was lined up to take them. So going to have free kicks, you're going to have corners, you're going to have him in all the right positions with a firm number nine up ahead of him. I still think Madison's a great pick. I think with Charleston, if if it's proved that he is fully fit and it is fake news, then he becomes a really good option at 0.5 less. So if you want a cheaper way in Spurs, then Richarlison. I think if, if Richarlison's past fit, um, I think I might go for him. Which he has I mean, he hasn't really entered my, my thinking. And, and I think Madison's a good pick as well. But... A, yeah. mid, a mid playing up front is it's just too and he's potentially got penalties right because Son mm -hmm. uh, hasn't got the best record um, at them yeah. and Richarlison's good good at good at pens he, he showed that at Everton when, when they were struggling so Madison could take them as well though he could yeah but he, I mean he never took them for Leicester um, really I no think... but then Vardy was always there so yeah, you, yeah I mean it could it could be any of those I, I I would I would probably guess that, that Richarlison would, would would take the take the penalties and if you've got a seven million out position player playing for an attacking team. Um, potentially on penalties with the creativity of Madison um, as well, which they've lacked uh, before. Because my, my team is pretty much settled, except for that I've got one spot left. And I've got 7.5 million for either a midfielder or a forward. 
So I'm looking at Gakpo, okay. Diaby, Mitoma, um, uh, Madison, and and Richarlison. It could be that's my only spot. The rest is done, but that mm. spot come the deadline could be could be anyone. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, who it is? I mean, there's a few people in the chat. RJA nine six four. I'm steering clear of Spurs until game week three. I think that's a pretty um, sensible, reasonable. Yeah, sensible thing to do um, as well. Uh, generic says he had Kane until the news. Now he's got Madison yep. and Richarlison. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Kane leaves, so suddenly all the Spurs players come into the into the reckoning. <laughs> like uh, well, I well I had Kane and Madison until the Kane news. Now I've currently just got Madison while I wait for the press conference. Basically, I've decided to wait till one o'clock, see what Andrew's got to say for himself, and then make a decision on Spurs. I'm going to have one of them. It's either going to be Richarlison or Madison. I just got to decide which one. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it could well be the same for for me um, as well. Uh, we've had some super chats. Thank you for those. Do get them in if you want Sam and I to make sure we get round to that question. Though we will try and answer as many as we can. We'll do an hour today, Sam. Yes, we will. Five. We'll do an hour, and I was a bit late, so we're going until just after after twelve. Uh, that'll be fine. Um, but JP Corn um, says, "Not really a question, but I guess he just wants our opinion." I'm thinking no Harland and Salah for two oh. weeks. <laughs> it's the fear isn't it like so i was having this conversation earlier if you have harlan and then choose to captain someone else and you captain saka or rashford in one of the nice fixtures that they have against forest and wolves then fine because at least you're getting the harlan points but to go completely without harlan when 86 percent of the game have got him to me that would be if if he goes off you've kind of the season's over before it's even begun and that's my concern with with going without him entirely like I think it's a risk to not captain him I think it's it's potentially season limiting to go without him in these early weeks yeah no I agree Uh, could you turn your microphone just down like one more little bit please Mm, yeah talk a few people saying we're a bit okay I mean it's literally on like one now. <laughs> yeah, I did, I, did, I did a test before we came on and it, and it sounded all right. So I'm not sure what, I mean, I'm now up to plus seven decibels and you're down to minus three. So, <laughs> and your mic set to one. So I think this is probably about as good as it, it's going to get. So uh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, yeah, to answer your, your question for me, uh, JP Corn, I just, I don't know why you would go without Haaland um, at all. I mean, you know, you could say go without Salah, but then you're going to have to be making two transfers to make Salah into Haaland. You know, he's, yeah. he's got two promoted teams in the first three. And home game, you don't want to be without him. And against Newcastle, OK, they're a good defensive side, but they're not the same team as they are at St. James's Park. So, no, St. James's Park. It's still not even called that anymore, is it? Sports Direct Arena or whatever it is now. Uh, so, I just, yeah, I think you, you it's it's just asking to be, to be hamstrung. And uh, I see a comment here uh, from someone saying, Sam making a decision on EO. Uh, what do you think about that as? But... It's not just EO. It's the fact it's that you can score a hat-trick. Like, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if he's 80% owned, 50% owned, 20% owned. You just want Haaland. Mm. Yeah. And it, and the reality is, I think, you know that at some point you're going to want Haaland in. So if you think that in two weeks' time you're going to want to take Salah out after he's played against Bournemouth, it's probably unlikely. So my issue then is, well, you've got to then find a route to Haaland at that point. So if you think that there's a chance you want both, then set up your game week one squad with both. And then in two game weeks time, if you don't want Salah or you don't want Haaland, then remove them at that point. I completely agree. Uh, another super chat from Richard S. Uh, Adogi, Martinelli and Eze or Gabriel Trossard and Richarlison? Second one's a lot wow. more punty, I think, with Trossard and, and Richarlison, but both both could be good. 
What do you think? Both could be good, but both could also be benched. Gabrielle, I think, is great. Martinelli, see, I, Martinelli, I really like, and he's hardly in any of the teams, but... Uh, and Spurs defence, gosh, the Spurs defence. I, I don't think I'd want a Spurs defender in there. Um, I think I'd punt. I'd, I think I would punt on Gabriel Trossard and Richarlison, to be yeah. honest. I think Richarlison's probably... As long as Ange at one o'clock says Richarlison's fit, I think he starts in that number nine. I think there's a good chance that Trossard starts in the absence of Gabriel Jesus. And Gabriel is going to be great. So I'd pick for the second three, I think. I'd be surprised if, if Trossard didn't start, given that he... You know, scored in the last minute of the Kennedy Shield. I think he's the best fit in that false nine position, better than Havertz. And Ketty yeah. is clearly not trusted. And they need his his feet in and around. Because well, Forrest are just going to pack the, the the penalty area, aren't they, with their, with their defenders? And mm. what's the point of playing Havertz there? Like Havertz is quite a physical player. He led the line well, I thought, in, in the Kennedy Shield, but he obviously can't finish. Whereas they need a bit of trickery and a bit of finesse and I think Trossard fits that really well so I think for game yeah. one he's a really good pick it's just beyond that you know when Jesus is back and if Martelli starts well um, the worries about his minutes so I would go for Gabriel Trossard and Richarlison out of those three but then be aware that you probably have to find a, a replacement for Trossard kind of coming coming up um, more super chats Jack Brown the rain's back Sam yeah like there's like very weird. Uh, I mean, literally, I'm on my own. It's not rainy; it's sunny. And can um, everyone else hear that, or is, is it just me? Maybe I'm maybe I'm just losing my mind. But every now and then, until you talk, it's like there's like rain pattering down on the on the thing. Maybe losing my mind. To be fair, I can hear it as well. But it's is it just a bad connection between us? Uh, well, it's, it's, I think it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blaming you for it. It's your mic. Some of your mics do. I don't know what it is. Doesn't matter. I think we're fine. Uh, Jack Brown, keep the 0.5 spare or Matoma to Richarlison? That's a good question. Keep the 0.5 spare. You think? Yeah. Because Matoma's got really nice fixtures as well. He's got three really nice fixtures to start the season. Um, I don't... What, what impact will this last-minute drama have on Spurs? My personal opinion is none. Because they clearly have known this is coming for a while, and in you know, I think it will be fine. But I would have, and, and this is coming from me. Like I think that there's enough doubt because yes, he probably will play. But if Richarlison's got even a little knock, he could put Son through the middle instead, um, and then he could play Solomon in Son's position. So there are options at Spurs. It's not just like oh, well, Kane's left. We've only got Richarlison there. So if there is a little knock, then there's there's a potential there. But Brighton, those first three fixtures for Brighton, I think if you if you can have a Brighton, I mean there's the Casado factor, I suppose as well. But I, I would keep the point five spare. I think having point five in the bank is really important in the early weeks. Do you think even with Jal Pedro, for example, there now, do you still think the double up with the Brighton attack is is good, or would you maybe be more inclined for a punt on Richarlison if you had Pedro up top? So I'm not going with Matoma in my actual team because I've got Pedro at top. I've got Pedro and a stupid Yan. And I think that that's fine to cover out Brighton for the first three game weeks, particularly as I think Pedro is going to be on penalties. Um, what? Maybe. I mean, Richarlison, it, it is really going to depend on the one o'clock press conference. I think if at one o'clock Richarlison's confirmed fit and available to play in this game, 
then I'd maybe move there. But I do really value having 0.5 million in the bank at the start of the season because the price changes will be mad between game week one and two and game week two and three. And having that ability to move around more easily, I think is really key. So that's, that does play a big part in my decision-making there because in my mind, it's something we should do is have 0.5. So not to make this all about me, but I could have Richarlison in that position and 0.5 in the bank. You see, and in that case, you've literally, you've won at life. You've won at life. <laughs> well, the rest of my team's awful, but at least I can have, keep that, that point by. Uh, Damien Brains, I remember how to pronounce your name from last year. Hi, Damien. I think this is the first time we've seen you in these uh, Q&As, uh, one, of our, one of our regulars. Um, Diaby or Watkins, Eze or Mbomo? And sorry about okay, that. Okay, so, ah, <laughs> oh, thank you, Duncan. Uh, so Diaby is my new favourite. Mm. I'm obsessed by him. So... Diaby over Watkins for me. I think you save the money, two million, it's a whole lot, and you can invest that elsewhere. I think he'll be involved in all of their attacking pairs as well. Sorry. Doesn't mean that I don't <laughs> think that Watkins will do well, because I do still think that Watkins can do well. I just think that with the budget changes, plus the fact that Diaby's a midfielder, so the additional points that you get from him for goals and that kind of thing makes him the priority there. And I prefer Eze over in Buemo. Yeah, um, I agree with everything you've just said. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I really like Diaby. I think he could be a really fun, you know, he's, he's so fast. Like, if anyone hasn't watched him yet, you're going to see him uh, at Newcastle and he's, he's, he's going to just blow teams away with, with pace. Has he got that, that kind of end product to finish? I mean, he's, he's had about 15 goal involvements in his last couple of seasons. He's a young player. They paid a lot of money for him um, and he should be playing kind of just off Watkins as well. So there's a lot to like. Uh, about him and Watkins is, is a great pick as well and it lets you move to maybe a Jackson or you know someone else if they if they sort of come available around that eight million striker mark so there's mm -hmm. there's, there's pluses for both but I like DRB and then out of Eze mm. or Mbomo um, I'm with you I just think Eze's had such a good pre-season he's had, he's had yeah. one of the most goal involvements of all players that have played pre-season everything's going to go through him now because they've lost Zaha Elise's injured um, too if teams can shut him down then okay that's an issue but at the same time he's on pens and he's the talisman of the team now so I like him compared to Mbomo Brentford have looked ropey um, and he hasn't looked great either and he gets subbed off almost every game about 60 minutes because he mm -hmm. wears himself into the ground so Eze for me Eze and DRB um, out of those two uh, okay there was a question that wasn't a super chat we had even the super chats are flying in so thank you everyone uh, your statics back as well is it your connection? Is it? Can you just check your connection on your on your mic? Hold the line, callers, please, while I do some <laughs> I mean, I literally just came off Sky on before I came in here, and nothing has changed. I mean, it makes me think that it is me. <laughs> literally just did Sky, and it was all fine. Nothing's no, everything's plugged in correctly. I've had to turn my mic well, right that, down when normally it's. Well, cold. I'm just saying the hiss has gone when you fiddled around, so maybe. No, I can still hear it. Can you? Yeah. I can't hear it. Sounds like rain. As long as I can't hear it, it's fine because then the viewers can't hear it. Whereas if you can hear it, then that's just affects you. <laughs> uh, quick non-super chat question, um, just because it's for me, really, and I'm very vain. A uh, question for us about Brighton. Uh, how do you rate Steel compared to the other four fives? I was very, very hot on Steel. I had Steel, Estepinion, and Pedro, and I was really happy that I've had that for like, the last few weeks. And then I realised what happens if Mitoma does start the season really strongly what if i do want to move for march what if we do sign this new player from from ajax and he does really well i'm going to be in trouble having to move around 
And because I don't really know what the best player is from the Brighton team, I want to leave myself the option to be able to move fairly easily um, to that and have that midfielder spot there for a Brighton mm-hmm. if I need it. So at the moment, I've taken Steele out. I think if you haven't got his opinion, I think I still think Steele's the best 4-5 keeper. I know a lot of people like Pickford and Flecken you don't like, but some people are talking about. Um, but I, I, I like Steele, personally. I think he's a good pick. Who's your, who's your keeper? Onana. Yeah, I've gone to Onana as well. Boring, isn't it? Mm. If I was going to have a 4.5, I'd go Leno. Really? Leno? Interesting. He was the he was like the kind of pre pre season favourite, wasn't he? He was he was kind of the one everyone was starting with, and then people are, are moving more towards um, Pickford and and others now. I, I I still I don't really get the Pickford hype. I, I well, just... I think Pickford works in a rotating pair with Leno, but I wouldn't want Pickford as my only goalkeeper. I mean, I suppose you could actually rotate him with Turner now at Forest, but but that's the, that, the, um... that's the key word that I don't like rotating. I hate rotating yeah. keepers. It never works yeah. ever ever ever. No, that's why no. I'm spending a bit more on having Onana. That's what I'm doing as well. Yeah, agreed. Um, Four million in the bank, says Violet Citizen. Booking in Bruno to Salah for game week two. That's interesting. I haven't seen that mentioned before. So, what do you think about that? Oh, so Lee's been on about this. Has he? He's okay. been on about having... Yeah, so he's been talking... He was talking in our live stream. His, his draft on Sunday had four million in the bank and we all laughed at him because we were like what are you doing with four million in the bank? And his, <laughs> his view was, and, it, and obviously circumstances have changed a little bit since Sunday, but his view was, if I want to upgrade one of my defenders to Trent, I can. If I want to upgrade one of my midfielders to Salah, I can. If I want to upgrade one of my forwards to Kane, I can. So it gave him the flexibility of being able to get to any of the other premiums that he wanted in one transfer without taking a hit. And in some ways, I think that that is an interesting strategy. But for me... With uh, particularly now with Kane not around anymore, that l- means that we're basically left with a decision between Salah and Trent. Now I'm looking at it thinking, well, I think owning Salah for the game against Chelsea, who themselves haven't exactly been hugely solid defensively, and they're going to be attacking that game. I think it's got goals written all over it mm. for Chelsea and Liverpool, and. Salah, I think, will be part of that if Liverpool score goals, as we've seen in pre-season, where he's been on really good form and been excellent. So, I, I, I don't hate it because it gives you Bruno for the game against Wolves, but I also think that there's a very, very good chance that you get to the end of Monday night's game against Wolves and you don't want to sell Bruno to bring yeah. in Salah. And therefore, what is your route then? Because well, I think you're still going to want Salah. Well, and I think as well, people forget that just because your team looks really good going into game week one, you're going to probably have players after game week one who you suddenly think, oh no, I'm not sure about this one anymore. Or an option, Diaby scores two goals against Newcastle and goes into Everton at home and you want to move for Diaby. Like you're not yeah. going to, if you're booking in a transfer game week two, you are not going to be able to move for any of these other players that emerge in that week. And a lot of people are going to save their transfers, for example, and have two transfers going into game week three. You're going to be one transfer behind all those people you need Bruno to smash Salah game week one for that to be worth it probably by probably by at least four points maybe even eight points for that for that transfer to be worth it and I think Chelsea away isn't that bad a fixture for, for Salah I think you either back no. Salah from the start or you don't personally I, I'm with you on that I, I agree because I think you uh, you could get yourself caught in a trap where you flip-flop between the two of them and then miss out on points everywhere yeah nope agreed 
Um, next question. Uh, Christopher, again, so many super chats, guys. Thanks, everyone, so much for joining the stream and, and supporting us. I don't know how many we've got watching. We've got 700 people watching live. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, really good. Good to see you. Guys, do you reckon that in this new system it's not... Because the other thing is, could it be that it's not picking up my actual mic, it's picking up my headphones in this new tech we're using? Uh, no, it's... Well, it's, it's whatever it's whatever camera you've, you've got... Whatever mic you've got set up on that um, that first screen I sent you. So you could check uh, that. Shall I check it? You sound Where fine, though. You sound fine. So it's just the occasional bit of static, and I'm a bit reluctant to mess things around because it's sounding all right. No, it is picking up my mic. I'm looking at it. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it is picking up A few my people mic, on the yeah. chat saying your gain is too high. Um, my, um, what? What? <laughs> my gain is too high. I don't know how you... I don't, I don't know how to fix that. No, don't. Let's, let's and, it ha and, and, and it's it's fine everywhere else like yeah. everywhere else no I'll, so, I'll i'll show you how you can check that after this let's, let's well, not because this, this is this is my pl setup that i'm using that i use for the pod so you sound really good you sound really good it's just every now and then i get we get this little bit of static and it, I, I don't think it's caused by my connection i'm pretty sure it's something to do with your mic um probably but, who knows but yeah i have i'm not yeah. i'm not i'm not touching it just you, you, you sound fine anyway so let's let's not worry about all it all right as long as you can hear me yeah you sound good uh fpl lighthouse best eight million mid no Arsenal. As in no not, not, Arsenal. As in not as in not an Arsenal mid. Um hang on, I'm gonna have to get up the list of eight million mids now because my go to would have been Martinelli, but no Arsenal. Mids. Eights. Can't believe you haven't gone straight in with Richarlison or Madison. Well, I'm just looking at them all. So there's Jota, who I like, but I don't know that there's going to be... Um... <laughs> I don't know that there's going to be... I think So I think Jota starts game week one, and because he's the one that's most fit at Liverpool. He's got the most pace and all of that. So I think he'll be a decent option for game week one, and if he plays well, I think he stays in for game week two. Um, but I also think that there's a risk that he does get rotated out, so that puts him out of the equation. I think Madison... Madison and Richarlison are both decent options if we hear that Richarlison is fully fit and available. You've kind of got the Man City conversation in there with Foden and Grealish, but for me, both of them are far too much of a... Uh, just I'm not sure on Foden at all. Um, I actually do like, quite like Bowen as a differential as well. Well, I mean, the chat are going mad for a certain player. We've got, Who? We've got Jota. From Michael Linder, only Jota from Tanky. Uh, I saw another Jota as well, but I can't see. Oh, Jota is a dark horse from Dan. And here's a little inside scoop for you all. Had a uh, message from a certain Mark Southerns this morning mm. saying he's been up all night thinking about his, his FPL team. Bring one, this is the same man that two weeks ago told me he hadn't made a transfer all summer and was like completely calm and zen. He is all over the place right now. But he's gone for Jota. Jota is in his team currently. As his eight million mid. So yeah. I So uh... I actually I have got weirdly attached to the Jota pick recently because I'm suddenly like, I'm looking at him thinking he's fit. He looks like he's gonna get the start. Um I, I there is a really rogue part of my brain that goes, don't have Salah, have Jota. But then I know that there's a risk in doing mm. that because there's like Luis Diaz and people like that in the wings who could easily come in and take that spot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm not a massive... I mean, I've got Gakpo at the moment, and if I end up going for him, then Mark and I are probably going to be battling it out for who's starting up front for, for Liverpool in that. One of us will be miserable every week, which is normally how it is on Black Box, to be fair. But, uh, yeah, we've also got Luis Diaz kind of in the in the mix. I, I, th- I think I think the the, cho- the the choice is obvious. If um, if Richarlison is, is fit and Kane is gone, I just think Richarlison is the best, is the best mid. Um, but I also like Madison. Um, as well, mm. so I, I I wouldn't go for Jota person. I think he's a great he's a great pick if we know he's going to start. But I still just think the front, the first choice front three is Diaz, Gakpo, and Salah. So I just don't want to be picking a, a a second choice player. But I do like Jota. But everyone is loving. I mean, everyone is loving Jota in the chat. So maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> so well, so Lee, we had this conversation last night when we were recording our Ohana podcast, and Lee thinks Jota's going to get the nod for gaming one. Mm. Okay. So yeah, so does, so does Neil as well. He's in the um, he's he's in the he's in the lineup. Uh, right, I've got to the, the the talk. We're getting so many chats that I'm going to have to go back um, on the actual stream to look at some of the the super chats because we've had too many uh, coming in. Don't miss any. Don't uh, miss any. Uh, no, I won't. Uh, we will answer Christopher Con because I realised I started reading it and then we got distracted. Um, do you think Casado, uh, the Casado move, impacts Brighton's attack? Um, no, not not necessarily. I think he does a lot of work uh, around the middle, which which frees up you know certain players to stay a bit further up the pitch. So in that capacity, it does. But I think with the signings we've made, we should be stronger in attack. I think Pedro gives us a whole new dimension um, up top. I think we we've got this potentially this new um, player coming in on the right. I think Ferguson's going to have a, a big season, no matter who's there. So I'm not too worried about the amount of goals we score but FPL wise I'm worried about who's going to score him because I just don't know I don't know who the best option is at, at Brighton and at the moment I'd only be starting with either Matome Raw or Pedro uh, and I've just got Pedro currently mm. what, what do you think? Yeah well I've I got Pedro well Pedro and Stephen yeah. Um but I think Pedro's the best option I'm not worried about a lack of goals for because Caicedo leaves I think that you've got the players to score goals that's how Deserby plays. He plays attacking football. That's not going to change just because one player goes. I mean, I think it's a big loss to Brighton. Um, but I think in FPL, it doesn't change my decision-making. I still think Jack Pedro is the best pick. Do you think he makes Liverpool's attack better? That's a good good point from from Del uh, Nero. They, they've needed that kind of DM, haven't they, with Fabinho leaving yeah um yeah. so again that, that could that could unlock some of the the players um in some ways maybe, maybe it, it it does make brian's worse and uh, and, and liverpool's a bit better i think it does make liverpool's better i think it um i think it also makes trent a better option absolutely too. yeah because he won't be playing in that in that we know he won't be playing in that six yep that's a very yeah. good point so i think suddenly having put trent off the table with that move happening it puts trent back on the table again because now we know that he's not going to be playing in the in the middle there which makes him more attractive to spend that eight million on. Very, very good point, Sam. Uh, I haven't. Don't worry, we're not missing any super chats. I'm just having to. I just can't put them on the screen because everyone is asking so many questions. They're not coming up on my little my little thing. So I'm I'm on the YouTube chat. But we're yeah, we're doing well. We're up to um, we've done FPL Lighthouse. Uh, thank you to FPL Olin, who didn't ask a question but just uh, dropped us a bit of cash um, in. Ah, oh, thank you. Uh, Damien Brains uh, is back. Oh, this is a good question for us, Sam. Who finishes the season higher, Brighton or Spurs? What, me or you? Oh, yeah. I said me or you. <laughs> God, well, you, you that's, that's you all over. There's no way I'm competing with, with you this, this year. I can't believe people are hashtag Team Lee, by the way. Ridiculous. 
Like, tell me about it. I know. I was like, what is happening here? Why does everyone think Lee's going to win this year? Absolutely ridiculous. Seven seasons of FPL Family, I've won six of them. <laughs> and, this, uh, and the other year, it was tight. Yeah. Anyway. Do Bright, we, who's going to win? Brighton or Spurs? I think it will be tighter this year. It'll be closer between the two of us this year. I think that even it was last year. I think your your problem might be that you've got to play European football for the first time and, and how do you kind of manage those two competitions, whereas we don't have that. If you'd have asked me this question two days ago, I'd have said Spurs easily, but without Kane and the goals that Kane scores, I still think it'll be Spurs, but just. Yeah, it, I think it's it's going to be really close uh, between. I'm, I'm going to back Brighton just because I'm biased. Of course. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I think it's it's difficult for a you know. It, I mean, it was, I mean, I say it was difficult for a new manager to come in, um, but you, you, I always felt the Deserby just built on the style that, that Potter yeah. had, rather than having to completely rechange. It. I mean, you know, you've seen the video of the Spurs players suddenly kicking it around from the back, and it's like they've not done this for a while. <laughs> this is this could have this has got loads of potential to go wrong, and then obviously yeah. with, with Kane leaving, you know, Richarlison has, has been good for Brazil, but hasn't really done it for, for Spurs last year. There's big big changes. Sort of in, in that side, and it, it does feel it's like a transition. It's, it's a massive transition. Whereas Brighton are more settled, and okay, they have Europe, um, but you know it's, it's going to be sort of how they deal with that. So there's, there's pros and cons to both. I, th- I think I think Brighton just edge it, but yeah, like you say, not not a huge amount uh, in it. Good question though. Um, I think that's it for super chats. No, it's not. That's a complete lie. There's loads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom Meany. <laughs> Apart from Harland and Watkins, who are the top three forward picks? Sound is fine, don't worry. Thank you, Tom. We'll stop going on about Brilliant. sound. Brilliant. <laughs> um, Pedro, I put in there. Yep. I, I think he's in there. I think Jackson's in there for Chelsea. Absolutely. That's who I'd say as well. The third one's um, tough, I think. The the last one. I think I know who I'd say. but Who would you say? I'd probably go for Vissa. Hmm. Don't mind them. <laughs> I don't tricky. mind there, it. There isn't I many. There isn't many. It. There just isn't many other options. I mean, Alvarez potentially at six five. Yeah. See, he's in my current draft. Alvarez is he? Okay. Because I think his record against the newly promoted teams is really, really good. Like only Harlan and Edegard scored more points against newly promoted teams last season than he did. He got forty five. They got forty six each. Um, and he averaged six point two points per start last year. So, I think he will start tonight. The worry with Alvarez is, does he always start? But then that's City, isn't it? Mm. So I'm kind of thinking, well, maybe I take a couple of week punt on Alvarez for game week one and two, and then maybe look to move him on game week three when I'm doing a little mini wildcard with my couple of transfers that I've rolled from game week two. So mm. the, he's in there. He's in the list. Um, I don't really think that there's a standout fifth. I think that's the problem. Like, I think it Harlan Watkins, Jackson, Jal Pedro, I think they're the picks. Interesting really. that you haven't mentioned the player that's currently in my team. I forgot about the player that's in my team, which makes me think I probably shouldn't be starting with him. Who uh, you got? One. I've got um, Gakpo in my side at the moment. He's literally in my draft, and I haven't even mentioned him in the top six forwards. <laughs> Why? I think he starts. Because you've not got Salah. No, I haven't got I haven't got Salah, and I really like Akpo. I've I've always liked him, and I think he fits what Klopp's trying to do really well. I think him and Jota are just the perfect players um, in that um, in that kind of forward role um, to press. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there is going to be rotation between them. Jota has the ability to play on the left as well, but then he's competing with Darwin and um, Diaz 
um, over there. And I'm getting put off Gakpo because of the love in for Jota, because I think Jota massively impacts um, on Gakpo. Also, we, we saw maybe Gakpo playing in midfield in pre-season games, maybe to cover yeah. a bit for uh, for the lack of uh, DM. But now they've got Casado. I'm not expecting that to happen again. So, uh, I don't know. Salah Gakpo Jota front three. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it's Salah Gakpo Jota or Salah Gakpo Diaz, personally. But oh, I don't know. So I just think that there is a little. There's a there's a chance. So I think there's a good chance that Darwin plays against Bournemouth because they don't need such a high press against Bournemouth. So yeah. they will want that kind yeah, of. Yeah, you play on the left, right? He won't, he's not going to play. He's not going to play in Gakpo's position. Well, yeah, but what happens if Jota has had a really good game? What happens if Gakpo's had a really one? good game? Well, I mean, this I, is the, but, this is the problem, the though, isn't it? Point. Yeah, that's it is. the point. No, you're right. That yeah. is the point. So yeah, that's my point. Is that I don't. I'm so unsure. With the exception of Salah, I'm so unsure about those other four. Who's getting the nod? When they're getting the nod? How many minutes they're getting? Because the other thing is, is that just just because one of them doesn't start doesn't mean that they're not coming on. And with the new rules, if you're coming off on 60 minutes, you potentially still got 40 minutes to play in the mm. game. So you could still get really good returns out of them. So I don't think it's a reason not to do it. I just think that the risk of rotation at Liverpool is so much greater this year than it ever has been. Like in the past, Salah, Mane, Firmino, locked in. You just pick them and then you're fine. Whereas this time around, you're just not like that anymore. No. What the f- uh, WTF, Gakpo and Alvarez, do these guys know how to play FPL? Not really. Uh, get your super chats in, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We're just looking for someone a bit fun, aren't we? Someone a bit different. I mean, I've got 10 pretty boring picks and I've got that 11th spot to, to play with and... Like I said, it could be Richarlison, it could be Gakpo, it could be Madison, um, it could be Matoma. All the logic. Quite a bit of fun. Yeah, all the logic points to one of those other ones. But you know, I, I like Gakpo, and it's a way into the Liverpool attack uh, potentially. So yeah, I don't know. We're, that that spot could could be anyone. Um, I think that is all the super chats done. If I have missed any, um, do let me know. Let me just go. Oh no, there is one more. FPL Ullen, uh, who's the best? Four point five for game week one. He hasn't specified a position, so let's go through them all. Four or five goalkeeper, you say Leno, right? Leno. Well, I'm, I'm going to say Steele at four or five. Okay. Uh, defender, four or five? Four specifically for game week one. That's what the question was, so let's go with that. Yeah, for game week one. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I might take a punt on Emerson Royale for game week one. Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, I'm I'm seeing people with Botman. Like some people are starting Botman. Yeah, as but a four, five. only so it would have been Botman. That's why I asked about: is it game week one or is it? Yeah, no, I know. It's, because it's... If, if it's longer, then it's Botman. I can't really see one. Well, the one I do like is I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. But if it's purely for game week one, there's that Sheffield United. Uh, I think he's a centre back, but he like marauds forward. Um, can you get his name up if you can do that? It's like it begins with A. Um, uh, God, do we know FPL? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Amid Amidozio. Yeah, him. Yeah, there's a good article yeah. basically on on Scout from uh, Neil and, and Co. Where they talk about his potential, um, and the he's, he gets very very high up the pitch, very full, very good in the air as well, and it's a decent home game against Palace, and there's a lack of other four point five options so maybe him or maybe an Everton defender uh, as as Thomas Norton has said but there's not there's not many 
Alistair Gold is saying that Richarlison's fit, by the way. Interesting. Okay. Oh, God, that's what I'm going to go into the season with. <laughs> with... Richardson. Oh dear. Uh, will the FPL show be back next season? Yes, it will. It was back this morning. Johnny was, was down. Yeah, recording with um, with Kelly this morning, so it'll be out on the app anytime, anytime. Yeah, and I'll be on it next week. And I'll be on it the week after. Looking forward to it. Uh, that's all the super chats done. If I have missed any, do let me know. Do get any more. Hang in. on, we've got to do the midfielders, haven't we? Four point five midfielder. Oh yeah, God, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, yeah, four five midfielder. I, I've I've got a four five midfielder in my team right at the moment. I have two. You have two four five mids. No, I have one two. Oh, like, I see. I, have okay, one. I was going to say <laughs> you've got two. Uh, I've got. Who's uh, yours? I've got Chuka one. Okay, I've got Baptiste at the minute. Baptiste. Interesting. Mm. Mm. But I also think that um, Elliot Newcastle is a good option. Yeah, that's Anderson. Elliot Anderson, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I keep getting confused with that because they had, they had a they had a goalkeeper called Elliot, didn't they? Called Elliot, they did. Yeah, <laughs> I should, should call him by his surname, really, but I don't know. Yeah, no, that we're on first name terms, me and him, for some yeah. reason. <laughs> it's good old Elliot. <laughs> like a mark and brennan refuses to call him uh johnson uh yes nice uh thoughts on jack oh no sorry four five forward i keep oh. forgetting the four fives are so boring there isn't a good four it's mubama isn't it it's about it it's yeah i think that is it Mubama. like i look at them and i'm like there's literally no one else so it's him it's just him mm. yeah yeah there's there isn't one there, you aren't going to get a starting four five striker you're gonna have to go up to four no. five five if you want one um which it would be yeah. like a morris or a pedro or someone like that. Pedro's obviously the best at five five, I think. But I agree. Pe- Pedro could could easily be a bandwagon that fails. Because if he say he gets subbed at fifty five minutes and Ferguson comes on and Ferguson scores two goals. Or say he gets subbed for Enciso and Enciso scores the winner against Luton. There's there's definitely concerns around it. So I I think it's got the potential to be brilliant. And everyone has Pedro. Yeah. That's, a bit, that's nice. I like the optimism. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's where I am. I think we could we could be a couple of game weeks in and people are like, Pedro's a no-brainer. Mm. Yeah. I, I, well, that's, that's the thing. I think if Pedro does score game week one, he's going to be the biggest bandwagon imaginable. Because I think a lot of people 100%. are going to be moving to Salah for game week two and they're going to be shifting funds around and... Who else were you going to get other than a, a starting five-five striker who's just scored in the first game? So, yeah, he, yeah. he, he could he could be brilliant, but yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little bit worried. Uh, RJ nine six four, are you still on Timber? Uh, the player? No, uh, not currently. At the moment, I've got um, Saliba just because I don't want Gabriel because he's boring. <laughs> That's literally the only reason. I've been on Saliba the whole time. Have you? Yeah, I've come around. Delia's in the chat. She'll be she'll be happy to hear me say that. I think uh, I did a poll like on one of the first pre seasons about Arsenal players, and I didn't even mention him. And uh, she was fuming with me. So there you go. Now he's yeah. he's, in, he's in my side. Uh, he's he's good. He's I think he's better on bonus, and I don't think there's a lot of attacking threat really from from the defenders um, with with the corners that Arsenal put in. I know Gabriel had good good xG last year. He, he he's good in the air. But they don't put in a lot of short corners. So, and I saw Saka's corners at the Community Shield, and they were absolutely awful. It doesn't exactly give me much hope that he's he's going to be on the end of all of those. So, no, yeah. but I like he's been my second choice Arsenal player the whole time. Saka and then Saliba. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I think I it's d- great. I, I do like. I, if you're planning an early wild card, though, I do still rate Timber, and I am allowed to suggest a player without you know forcing them into into my side, like I like I did with Havertz. I know people are saying that I've, I've backtracked on that, and I have to a degree, but I still think they're good options. It's yeah. just, do I think Timber's booking in a transfer potentially in three to four weeks rather than playing it safe and going with um, Saliba? And it's the same with Havertz. I can afford Odegaard, so why wouldn't I go with the player who got two hundred points last year? Compared to the punt, if Havertz starts well, it's an easy move down to him. It's not an easy move up. Um, you've got to be yeah. kind of flexible. Um, <laughs> Nigel the Crab asking me about pronunciation. Yeah, where were you, Nigel? You're supposed to be. Uh, Nigel was on uh, the Black Box stream yesterday, giving us pronunciation lessons for a lot of players. Um, Chukwemeka, Chukwemeka, right? At least he wasn't here for you trying for me trying to say that Sheffield United defender. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew that. I, I really, um, I really uh, put you on the spot there with that because I didn't even try and say that. Like, oh, could, could, could you just look him up? Could you just look him up? <laughs> look him up, Sam, and, and then try and pronounce it. This is me who can't. So quite often on the official pod, I have to get Jules to pronounce it for me and then re-say it again because I can't remember. That's a good. I, that is that is a good idea though. I like that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm also doing that as well. He's like he's like my uh, my uh, own personal translator for these names yeah. because I'm just like I don't know how to pronounce that. What, what I like at the um, what I like at the Premier League show is they have uh, like videos of all the players saying their names, so you can talk to the producer and say, "Can you just tell me how to say uh, Chukwemeka's name?" and it will show you the video of him of him saying it. So next week I'll go in and I will listen to every player from all twenty teams doing their names, and then I'll be. Uh, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be a bit better. <laughs> Mark will be thrilled it though as Pilaqueta. Oh my, I can't believe how he couldn't say his name after. He was in the league for like, what, eight years? Forever. <laughs> Still couldn't <laughs> say his name. Uh, Carter Holland, Guardiol. Another difficult name to pronounce, which I'm not sure I've got right, but there we go. Guardiol, what are your thoughts on him? If, he's he's, a, if he starts tonight, five he's, million? He's apparently getting the nod tonight, isn't he? That's what a lot of the suggestions are, that he's going to get the nod tonight. Yeah. I mean, I guess the thing is, is that with Diaz, they're available at some point. How how do we see that kind of going? I don't think City will keep many clean sheets. I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet tonight against Burnley. Because mm. they, they historically haven't. And they, they've got a mistake in them at the back. Um, and I think that there are better other options in that price point. Yeah, it's, it, I love for, it's a clever price of five million. I'm not entirely sure why he is priced at five um, because an injury to Ake for example and I think he becomes almost, almost must own um, in that side mm. uh, Pep has a history ahead of Stones well at point five less if he's nailed and playing every game probably I mean I, I just think about Pep's defenders he's brought in he brought in Diaz he played almost every minute that first game uh, that first season Laporte as, as in the first few seasons played almost every game Akanji came in no one expected him to start he played almost yeah. every game. And I think he, he tweaks, you know, he looks at the system and he buys a player for that system that he's specifically looking to play that year. And he obviously thinks Guardiola is, is the one to do it because he's spent 70-odd million on him. Um, yeah. And, you know, Ake is, has been, was so good for him last season. So he's obviously worried about Ake's injuries and, and things because it's not about his ability because he's been absolutely brilliant. Mm. But there, there's going to be rotation, I think, between those two because they both play on the left. But... I'm avoiding for now, but any injury to Ake, and he's, he's probably going to come straight in, I think. Yeah. Yep. Back to Alvarez. We've got a question from Enshep. Is Alvarez a good City option until De Bruyne is back? I mean, De Bruyne is back, right? He's not injured. Yeah, he? he's back. Yeah. No, he's, no, he is back. He came on in the chip. I, so, 
I think Alvarez is a decent option if you take it for what it is, which is a player that you're never going to be guaranteed to start. I think he probably will start against Burnley tonight. Would I want to guarantee that he also starts in game week two? No, because Pep's rotation is as such that he could easily decide to not play Alvarez and start with Foden instead, um, or A, another midfielder instead, change up the positioning of these players. So I think he's a decent option if he's like your second forward and that means that you've also got a really strong five in midfield mm. because you've probably got Haaland, Alvarez, Jal Pedro and then a good five. If you've got that and you can cover out potential rotation, then I think he's, it's a decent option for the short term. I think longer term, you're not going to probably want to have him because I don't think that he'll get enough starts over the course of the season to warrant that. But but maybe Hep will change his mind on him and play them both up top together all the time. We'll have yeah. to see. Yeah, or maybe he nails down a right wing spot because they're lacking in, in yeah. that area. Yeah, I mean, my, my dad was in the Black Box chat the other day and he... Came in, it came in with quite a uh, quite a useful thing. I mean, he, he doesn't know how to play FPL, just just putting that out there. But he, he dabbles in the stock market. I mean, his stocks have absolutely tanked lately, and it's all I hear about. But ignore that. He's, he does all right. He's done all right previously. A bit like a bit like me in previous seasons, living off living off that. Um, but he said his strategy in FPL would be the same as stocks: seventy percent safe, thirty percent risk. And I liked that because I think when you're setting up your team, you want to have a few players in your team who may be a little bit different to the grain, who you can get excited mm. about and give you something a bit different. And I don't want to talk anyone out of Alvarez because I don't want him. He's not he's not really in my my thinking. I think there's better options at six five in midfield. Um, I think you could you could you know I'm, I'm looking at Gakpo for example. I don't think there's a lot in it between Gakpo and Alvarez. Both could be both could be benched. Um, but if you've got if you've got spots in your team and you want to have a couple of little punts, I think Alvarez is a completely fine punt. Playing for City, he's two promoted yeah. teams in three. Nothing wrong with that. He's one I'm thinking about punting on. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, you've got to have a couple. You've got to have a couple of players. Two, two maximum three players uh, who excite you going into game one. That's how I want to play the game. Um, anyway, and yeah, Havertz was going to be one of those. That's why I was looking at Timber um, as well. I'm going to do it with that with that seven point five. I still think Pedro's in that spot as well because I think his ownership's like 10% or something like that and a lot of people um, won't go there uh, so that's why I like him um, but yeah I mean that's why I'm tempted for like Reese James over Chilwell for example because if he does end up getting penalties I think he's going to be a really interesting pick I can't have Reese James <laughs> Are you... he trolls me so badly so badly that I'm going to go Chilwell you, yeah I've got I've got Chilwell currently but I'm I'm a little bit tempted uh, by James, oh. oh, the trolling God. of James over the last few seasons has been so bad to me that I'm just gonna stick with Chilwell. I think. Come on, everyone, let me know in the comments who your three players in your team are that you're a little bit excited about. You know, so I don't want to hear about Sackers and Harlands and you know Gabriels. Who are your three? Who are your three players? Because we've already got one from from Greg Frost, Alvarez, Pedro, Garnacho, right? I'm not massively fond of Gonacho. I think that's going to be a headache for you at some point, unless you're playing him in kind of some rotation. But good on you. Someone a bit different. Little punt. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mine are Alvarez, Pedro and, and Madison at the moment, but might be Richarlison by the end of the day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mine. Oh God, my, I keep saying Richarlison to myself, and I'm like, really? <laughs> you're going to do it, aren't you? This is going to happen. I think I am. I think, I think I'm probably going to go with Richarlison or, or Madison, um, the more I think about it. So... 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Flun Times, Madison Diaby Pedro. Lovely. I DRB. love Diaby. I love Diaby. I always forget that he's a bit of a differential fun pick as well because I, for me, he's just part of the like, it's just so part of my team now that I've kind of forgot that people don't have him. Yeah. Uh, Matt Whelan, Grealish. Don't, mm. Not seeing him mentioned at all. Could be good. No. Could be looking for another pretty nailed on unless Foden eats into his minutes on the left but I don't see how he would no um, Grealish I was... like the Grealish pick yeah. I had him last year he was good for me last year yep a few people saying Salah yeah I think Salah does feed into that genuinely I think if you're building a team with Salah and you're having to make a few kind of um, you know you, you've got to downgrade a few other players then you're going to end up with I mean I made a Salah draft and I really liked it but it was it definitely wasn't 70% safe <laughs> You know, Havertz was in there, and I had no bench and a four point five defender. I didn't really want to play. It was a, it was a bit too, it was a bit too risky. So that's why I didn't yeah. uh, go for it. FPL cats. I really want Anthony, but not sure I'm brave enough. That's interesting. Mm. Why would you not be brave enough? It's a, it's a nice. It's not not a lot of budget going there. Have a punt. He's not great. It's one though, punt. Well, yeah, but if you've got a gut feeling, I'm I'm one of those people, managers that if you've got a gut feeling on one player and the rest of your team's looking great, then have the punt on him. Because if it doesn't go well in one game week one, game week two, then just move him on. It's not like you're going to be locked out of other places by doing him because they, you can move. There's other places you can move. Mike Tilling, Mason Mount is my exciting choice. Stop, stop laughing. Little little story about Mason Mount last year before Fest, which Sam and I will be at uh, today. And do come along if you've... Uh, you got the time because um, it's going to be a really good day. But I took Kulazewski out of my game week one team oh. uh, ten minutes before the deadline for to bring in Mason Mount. Remember what happened? I don't game remember week one? that. Yeah, yeah, remember? I do remember because Kulazewski was absolutely excellent. But I don't remember you doing that. Yeah, goal and assist he got in that game, and Mount yeah. got nothing, and then he didn't get anything for weeks. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's my biggest. Don't make tip. a transfer later. My don't biggest. That is my biggest tip. Just. Please don't make last-minute transfers. You know, you've done all this research. You've done, you've come on these streams. You've done all. You've looked at all the stats. You know what's happening. Don't just suddenly decide ten minutes before the season, like I do every bloody year, that someone else that you haven't even considered is suddenly the greatest player ever. Please just don't do that. I'll take your phone off you later when we get to first. Please, I'll take your phone. I'll off I'll take my you phone off you, and then we then we get city news and like stones won't be starting, and I'll be desperately trying to find you, and you'll be you'll be running around the room <laughs> going, Sam, where are you? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we're heading into twelve. Um, any kind of more? Any really pressing questions? It's been a great stream. We had loads of great questions about everything. I'm sorry that the uh, the sound has kind of. Uh, dogs frost bolts, didn't you do Dean Weird. as well yeah I did oh, Dean was a bad shot oh, you did yeah I, I remember you having him I had too much choice because it was all the 5 million defenders like there was Gabriel there was Trippier um, there was Dean all these all these people and I picked the worst one there and I picked the worst 8 million mid as well I, I got off to such a bad start last season so I'm really hoping that that doesn't happen uh, again but yeah uh, watch Dean get 12 points game week one. Oh, he will as well. He's going to start. He will he? probably. Yeah, he will start. Yeah, interesting. Oh, Without just uh, not really a question, but one interesting one just before we finish from uh, ESMB. And I think this is a good question in general about City tonight because we, we're pretty sure we're going to get some kind of lineup tonight. If you're not following, uh, you know, different accounts on, on Twitter, like get Rockstar in, in, the, in the thing, get some other kind of people around because... 
we're going to get a lineup and we're going to be at first and it's going to be carnage um esemb says ortega starting mm. uh, tonight what would that mean and also generally what would you do with a city lineup? I mean, obviously, if you've got a city player starting, like if you've got Alvarez on his bench, you're probably not going to start with him, right? No. Yep. But what if same like, with Foden? What if Foden starts? Would you be more tempted to pick him? No, I haven't had. He's one of those where I have not had him in a single draft. So just because I see a team news doesn't mean I should then go for him because there's a reason mm. I haven't had him in all of these drafts the, way, the whole way along. I think the exception to that rule is the punt, so like the Alvarez punt, not starting. I don't think even if he was starting, I'd, I'd bring him in, but if he was not starting, it would make me change. And the goalie would make me change. Okay, yeah. Ortega starting would be... Is he 4-5? Is he yeah, I think so. I'll double-check oh. it. If Ortega starts, we are going to see a massive influx of, of owners. Cause well, there was a lot of chat about that, wasn't there? Uh, no, he's four. He's four million? Yeah. Oof. Oh, goodbye, Turner. <laughs> Hello, Ortega. Hello, Ortega. Yeah, because I was reading some chats about, about Ortega maybe getting the nod this year over Edison. Yeah. Well, he, he played well in, in the in the games that I Community saw. And, Shield, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and got the nod. I mean, Edison tends to be the... Uh, the league keeper, isn't he? And Ortega tends to play in the Cups. Um, that's, that's what Pep's kind of typically done. But if Ortega is impressing enough in the Cups, then you've got to think he's eventually going to enter into Pep's thinking for, for the league. Mm. So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Ortega Turner. <laughs> Might see a few of those as well. Go with the yeah. four million double ups. Oh, God. The game is just like got eight million goalkeepers spend going off left, right and centre. And then Edison comes back in the team and Forrest sign Henderson. And uh, it's over. <laughs> and everyone's wildcarding to change change it. It's, it's Leicester all over again, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, we've had just in and around a 1,000 people watching this stream. So thank you, everyone, uh, for tuning in. I am going to get ready for Fest, Simon. Fest is the uh, the annual, well, sort of uh, every, yeah. every six months, but uh, the annual start to the season. It's in Waterloo in London. Uh, big venue with sort of two to 300 FPL managers, there's a quiz. Most tickets ever sold. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So if if anyone isn't isn't in and around London, has a bit of time, do uh, do get yourself a ticket and, and come down. Because yeah, Sam and I are really looking forward to seeing everyone. Um, and there's loads, you know, Harry will be there and Oscar will be there and loads of loads of familiar names uh, too. And it's just an all around really good day. So yeah, really looking forward to it. It's a uh, and there's a meet beforehand if you're in early as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. At the first bit. So you can you can meet some people um, before you go in if you're worried about that. But honestly, if you, if you are, you know, if you do just have the day off for whatever reason and you're thinking, oh, no, I won't go to that. It would be weird. I don't know anyone. Honestly, within 10 to 15 minutes, you'll have met people and you've got the, yeah. you know, you've got the, uh, the the same interests. You can easily st strike up a conversation about football and always grab one of me and Sam uh, if you're yeah worried or anxious or will introduce you to too many people. Oh, yeah. If anything. Yeah. yeah, we'll just drag you around with us for the rest yeah. of the night. Yeah, to speak to us. <laughs> Sounds disaster. good to me. Yeah, by that by that point, you'll be desperate to speak to someone else. So anyone else other than these two. Perfect. Right, everyone. Thank you so much for all of your support this preseason. Do make sure you're subscribed to the Fantasy Football Scout YouTube channel. Uh, do make sure you like this video um, as well. Drop us some comments. Let us know your teams and how you're setting up. Hopefully, we'll see a lot of you at Fest. Um, but otherwise, Sam and I will see you next week for the Q and A. Game week two. Ooh, Ooh. See you next week, guys. See ya. Good luck.